The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The world we live in has become a crazy place. Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs, and we now have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. Keep seeking the answer to poverty through government, and the problem will continue to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, not in Washington or any state's capital. The long-term success of our country will come through our children if we teach them perseverance, humility, honor, character, hope, and love. And love will lead to action. This is The Mickey Ellison Show. How we raise our children today will be our legacy for good or evil. Let's change the world. Now, here is Mickey Ellison. Good morning and welcome to the Mickey Ellison Show. This is Mickey Ellison and with me today is Tiffany Sweely. Uh, and Tiffany is, I don't know if I call, Tiffany, I don't know if I call you a, a guest anymore. Um, this is kind of turning into com- complete fitness radio at the same time. So, But before we get started, I, I just want to throw out a couple things. Um, and we'll talk about one of them a little bit on the show, but not a lot because it's not quite ready yet. Um, there is a, a new ebook that will be coming out any day now. Um, ho- hopefully, it's any day now. Called the the Road to Complete Fitness. And Tiffany knows me well enough to know that the idea of Mickey Ellison putting out an ebook is just right funny, considering I barely know how to operate um, operate the internet and all these other things. But um, Last week we finished the show. We promoted the uh, uh, the event that we're doing. It's actually in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, next weekend. Um, from I think it's one to three. The location you'll have to ask us where that's at. I know Deidre Penrose is working on that as, as we speak. So um, we will be there. If you're anywhere near the Pennsylvania in the Pennsylvania area, uh, it's Chambersburg that that area. I would love to see you there. Um, and if uh, and if you can't make it, let us know and, and just let us know that you're following. But um, at the end of last show, it, it dawned on me, nor- normally I have guests lined up for a couple weeks to come on the show. And after last week's show with Alicia, I didn't have a guest. And, you know, I, I've gotten to this point because uh, of some things that have happened with Complete Fitness. But at one time, I would have really, really worried about that. I would have actually been really concerned that I'm about to have to do a radio show by myself. But then there's always Tiffany. Tiffany, I can count on <laughs> Tiffany to come on the show. And, and actually, it, it, Tiffany, it, it worked out perfect because you are the perfect guest for for the show. Um, I, and I, it, it, I'm glad that uh, um, you're, you're available to do it more so now. I know you had a pretty big production that you were dealing with in in, in November, and yeah. um, and. Which would be why, if you're following the Complete Fitness page, would be number one why you haven't seen Tiffany a whole lot because she was too, she was really busy being what's I don't know the Morticia is that your name? Yes, in we the, did Adams, the Adams Family, family Musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could could come on and um, you know I 
you and I have, have, have known each other practically all of our lives. And, and we, we started, uh, when we were reconnected through the show and through Facebook, um, we, we began to pray because we, we thought that, eight, that the two of us plus Michael uh, Gowan mixed in there. We thought, you know, there, there's something more to us being brought back together at this time uh, in, in our lives. And, and, it's, and I don't know why we all felt that. Do you know why we all felt that? I don't know. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Just right timing, I guess. The planets so, all aligned. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, maybe somebody a little more powerful is, is in charge, and, and we just got yeah. we have to give into that. But uh, the one that controls um, the planets. <laughs> and, and a couple of things I do want to talk about a little bit today on the show is you know one of our, our verses that that we have based some of what we're doing on with complete fitness is is to do nothing out of selfish ambition, but rather to to work. To, to put others above ourselves. And we're going to get into that a little bit because I, I think it's extremely hard. But I also want to talk about some of the lessons that I've learned, and maybe you've already learned some of these um, because you are a professional entertainer and, and, and you know the, this world a little better than I do as far as promotions and that sort of thing. But some things that, that I have learned as, we, as we've come along doing this. When we first started Complete Fitness, and I think it's documented on, on the show. Or maybe it's not. When Michael and Tiffany came on, the first time we announced the event we were doing in South Carolina, we had no idea what we were going to do at that event when we announced it on the radio. Uh, all we knew is that there was a fitness aspect to what we were doing. There was a financial aspect of what we were doing. There's, and, and there was a spiritual side of what we were doing, which is actually the most important of them all. Um, but we went ahead and did it anyway. In our first event, Tiffany, I have to be honest with you. If I hadn't said a prayer on the way to that event, I would have been really, really mad. And that mm-hmm. prayer was – it's funny how things get put into place. Two weeks prior to us doing the event, I went up to, to Topeka to meet John O'Sullivan from Changing the Game Project. Uh, there was an upward – soccer program that was wanted to have him come in and speak at a fairly decent sized church and um you know john is coming into topeka from i think it's bend bend oregon so getting john to bend oregon to come speak at your event even if he makes nothing on on the appearance is not an inexpensive endeavor to to partake in so just flying him into Kansas City because he didn't fly into Topeka. It's cheaper to go to Kansas City. Get him a rental car, all those things. And when I went to the event, I didn't really know what to expect. I was really just going to meet John, Tiff. And when I got there, there was um, maybe 15 to 20 people, if that many, that were in the building. And um, the... The guy that was, was promoting the event spoke before John did, and one thing he said, uh, he says, guys, he says, I, one of my prayers was that the people that God wanted to be here would be here, and, I, I, and he goes, the crowd isn't as large as I was hoping it would be because John has an extremely powerful message, but that being said… I prayed that prayer, so I've got to believe that the people God wanted to be here would be there. And I don't know if you know that, Tiffany. That's the same prayer that I say. You do know this. That's the same prayer I used coming to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Now, when we get when we get to the event, um, if I had not said that prayer, 
I mean, you really stop and think about it. You're traveling about 430 miles. I've made that drive a whole bunch of times, so I'm pretty close to them, that, that deal. I'm driving 1,100 miles and expecting this huge event when 12 only showed up. Mm-hmm. And my normal inner side of me that I have to fight was, for lack of a better word, pissed off. Mm-hmm. That we, we've got all these people following. You saw the posts and the likes and all the stuff that we're, we're doing on the Complete Fitness page, but yet 12 only showed up. And it amongst those 12, one was Michael, one was you, the other was your husband, Chris, mm-hmm. <laughs> another was my mom, my sister-in-law, uh, me, one of my best friends that, that I, I met prior to moving out to Wichita, he and his wife. And one other person who had that that uh, I had personally invited. So, in that, I had to be I had to be accepting of the fact that I had prayed a prayer that said, "Hey, that God would have the people He wanted to be at that event." Never dawn on dawning on me that I was one of the twelve. Because what you said after singing your one song. And I, you know me, Mister. I, I think I actually watched a deal the other day, Tiff, with uh, uh, Mark. I think it's Mark Hall, the lead singer of Casting Crowns, and he was tested for ADD. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe I should have been tested for ADD because I think I am. I have it, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it, it. I I had to pull over driving back. I was actually almost to Chattanooga, and start. I started texting you, right? Yes. And and thank God Tiffany's patient with me. She's known me my whole life. She and she puts up with me. And mm-hmm. but but I had to send you the text, or I would forget because remember I probably have ADD. Mm-hmm. So I, I stopped and sent you the text, and I asked you, well, I think what I asked you was, do you realize that what you just said at the end of 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 your of of your speaking and singing? actually just define what complete fitness is really about. We didn't have it at that time. We didn't know exactly what it was going to look like. But the story you, you told, and I'm going, to, I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit because, and, and maybe one day I'll, in a couple of minutes I'll let you talk. But you told the story of imagine the next five years of your life and to write down, I think it's what you said, write down the seven things that are most important that you need to do to accomplish whatever that goal is in the next five years, off, basically off the top of your head. And you, I think you talked for a couple more minutes, then you immediately reversed it and said, imagine you have seven days left. Your priorities mm-hmm. change drastically when you mm-hmm. look at them. And in the end, we are going to, to through Beachbody coaches or whomever steps up to really take a hold of what we're doing we're gonna we're gonna work on the fitness side we're gonna work yeah. on the debt side but the last part that you brought up if you know if you add to the end of those seven days where are you going if you don't know the answer to that question the other two pieces that we're working on are just vanity they don't matter mm-hmm. well they may make us feel better today if we get to the end it's just like the fitness side if if everything I have, is wrapped up in me being able to be fit and teaching other people how to be fit. And that's my whole life. 
And on the way home from work today, I have a car wreck, and I'm, I'm paralyzed from the neck down. If my mm-hmm. life is about fitness, if that's all it is, where mm-hmm. do I go from there? Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. if it's all about the finance side, you know, this dollar a day, when people will actually take hold of this and do it. And I actually talked about this on the previous, the earlier show that I was on on here in Wichita. Because one of the things I've learned is that this, the dollar a day thing is frustrating to me. And I'll tell you why it's frustrating to me. Because I hear so many people tell me, man, that makes sense. And then I just want to come back and then why aren't you doing it? Right. Why aren't you doing it? You'll say, well, I don't have time. And I said, I told them, guys, we have an address. I'm not going to give that of who we're sending. We're actually sending the money to right now. You don't really have to go in and put a dollar a day into the envelope unless you just want to. You can put 30 in at the beginning of the month, put the address on it, and put a stamp on it and mail it. That's going to take you all of 45 seconds. So why is it that we aren't given a dollar a day? Why is it? Because maybe I, I, I can't speak for other people, but what we're going to continue to do is if you're, you're focused just on that dollar a day and you're focused on nothing but getting out of debt, what happens if you're suddenly struck with, with a form of cancer that costs hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to, to keep you alive and your insurance runs out? You know, your financial plans are all out the window. The one thing I have I have learned in this life, next segment, Tiffany, I promise I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, Go right here. <laughs> the one, one of the things I have learned in this life is that the – Whatever plans you're making for the next five to ten years, they're wrong. Doesn't mean you're not trying to get to a goal, but you may find in the middle of the journey that where you wanted to go and where you're going to wind up are two different places. And sometimes things happen in life that prevent us from making it to one place or another. So you have to have something deeper that causes you to keep going. And when we get back from this break, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things that I've learned. We're going to let Tiffany talk a little bit, and since she's taken an hour out of her time to come on the show, mm-hmm. and um, um, and what I hope that that you will get out of this. But uh, uh, folks, uh, come back in a minute. Tiffany Sweeley will get to talk, and I will talk a little bit more. See you then. future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. tuned to the mickey ellison show to connect with the show today please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or you can drop mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com like our show on facebook now back to the show Welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. I am Mickey Ellison, and with me today is Tiffany Sweely. And you have heard her say a couple words, so you know she's really there. But um, I do now, in in this segment, Tiffany, I want to get into a little bit. um, And and my ADD actually hit me this morning, and you know that, because I had this this idea of something that I wanted to talk about that I shot an email. I think I shot the email to you somewhere around 6 in the morning. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I knew if I got caught up and going to do the other radio show and, and all that stuff, I would, I, there's a good possibility I would forget. Except I was smart enough this time to type it on my iPad okay. even after I, after I send it to you. But we, one, one of our, our, our core foundations of, of complete fitness is – well, God is the core foundation. But one of the, one of the, the legs of complete fitness is, is, comes from – Philippians 2 3. And it's doing nothing out of selfish ambition, but rather um, looking to, to, to put others above self. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in doing what, what, what we're doing, what, a couple things I've learned is as Christians, most of us will agree with that verse. We like it, we like what it sounds for, stands for, but, and how it sounds. But the reality is, it's very, very difficult to actually do. I think, mm-hmm. Tiffany, and you, you correct me if I'm wrong, and you can expand on this. I really believe that we are so good at tricking ourselves that we can make ourselves believe sometimes that there are things that we are doing that is not out of selfish ambition when if we really get to the core of it, it really is. Right, uh, right. Um, so, I mean, what is your – have you – I've got – experiences in my life where I can look back at, at, at times when I thought I was doing something that, that was completely selfless. But in the end, when I really looked at it, it wasn't purely selfless. And I believe that's one of the things that God has been doing and preparing us to do to do uh, complete fitness. And, and right. at, time, at times, I will even become a little, little frustrated with it. And when I finally pull back, and Alicia helped me with this. There was one day I was really frustrated, you know, and, and it looks like, why aren't people getting this message? It's so dang simple. Why can't they figure this out? Why aren't they pushing this thing? And um, that day, I finally listened to myself and, and, and Alicia putting up with me a little bit via, via Facebook. But I just had to pull back. I had to stop because the frustration was coming from the fact that I was frustrated because I wanted it to do this and nobody was following it doing that. Right, so, uh, right. Uh, do you have experiences like that in your life, and, and what are some of them? Well, um, I was just that you're thinking about <clears throat> the core of the problem or the root of the problem, and, and um, <clears throat> I think that here at Christmas is a good time to... Uh, 
kind of understand our purpose again and 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 think back as to why we're here, what is the bigger reason behind us existing because I know just from our personal lives that you get into such a routine and in, into such a schedule um, of just trying to make life work. And as a, as a man, as a husband and a father, um, y'all generally are thinking, you know, I've got to provide for my family. I've got to take care of my family. Um, I've went and married this woman. We've had these children, and they're my responsibility. <laughs> you know, I have brought this on myself, and now it's my my responsibility to take care of them. And I know as a wife, you're thinking the same thing. You know, um, a lot of times you want to contribute financially, but you definitely want to be there for your children. So the routine of life and, and, and the sphere of your own personal family takes up 100% of your time. And at Christmas, you know, we think about um, Jesus coming and the Savior coming to the earth and what was it he said? He said, I, I came not to be served, but to be a servant. And he came as a servant. And he demonstrated that to the disciples. And then if you keep reading the New Testament, you'll see Paul talking to the early church. And you see a sense of community that does not exist anymore. Um, it kind of exists, I think, in some churches. They've kind of gotten it, but the majority do not. Um, the majority, uh, we go with our family, we sit with our family, and then we leave. Right. And that sense of community just is not there. That sense of servanthood is not there. What can I do for my neighbor? What can I do for my uh, brother or sister in Christ? What can I do for my fellow man? It's just that sense of community has been lost in this um, I've got to take care of my family, you know, I've got to pay my bills, I've got to get to work, <clears throat> you know, my son's got to get to his baseball game, my daughter's got to get to her recital. It's just, you know, we are so caught up in trying to make our own personal lives work that this sense of community one for another and serving other people has been lost. And so I think that the message of complete fitness, where we are taking the focus off of ourselves and looking at other people and trying to help other people uh, in the middle of their problem um, is a actually is a mind shift. And so it's going to take time, and so therefore you can't get, you know, anxious about it because you are literally having to shift a mindset in people off of me and my four and no more to a sense of community and a sense of helping your neighbor. Um, you, you, know, that, you know what? You know what I'm visualizing in my mind as you're saying that? Did you ever see? Did you ever see the movie The Patriot with Mel Gibson in it? Is about uh-huh. the Revolutionary War. It yeah. reminds me of the very last scene of that movie, when you know after the war was over, the the British had burned down. I don't remember what the guy's name was that Mel Gibson played, but they had, his house had been burned down, and the beauty was all those people that he had served. And he had helped, were suddenly at his house rebuilding his house. Mm-hmm. They it wasn't oh, you know Tiffany's house burned. Tiffany's got insurance. They'll take care of that, and we'll just move on. It was you know we just came together. We built the man's house back. Right. And and you're right. That sense of sense of community um, has gone. You know one thing that I, I remember even going to to Cedar Grove Baptist Church as a kid. 
is there was that sense of community. Now, there's normal church politics and all that stuff that goes on in, within the church, but mm-hmm. there was also every Sunday night after church, there was, I don't know, I mean, heck, we made our trip over to Ryan's Steakhouse. You know, I, actually, I went to, went to Nashville, went to Vanderbilt, thinking that was a really nice restaurant. I didn't know I had been, been <laughs> sheltered most of my life. You know, if I took you out on, I took you out on a date, we're going to Ryan's, man. That's right, <laughs> buffet. And, uh, and <laughs> but, but you talk about that community. They had tables set up an entire back room for the people at our church to show up, which mm-hmm. which meant there was that sense of community. If something mm-hmm. happened to someone in the church, we didn't just know about it and say, "Hey, we'll pray for them." Like like the people who 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 walk past the the homeless or or, or the 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 guy that's starving in in, in James in the book of James, mm-hmm. they stopped and actually helped. Mm-hmm. They would stop what they were doing. And and you reminded me as you were saying some of that, that we get caught up in all these things that we're doing to try to provide. And right. it brings all this stuff back to a circle. Even when we go back to talking about the the idea of, of debt and why we have to go to work each and every day. Many times we'll say, you, you've heard this, that, well, I have to provide for my family. Uh, yeah, that's true. But – the other things that you're having to go to work for, you got a two thousand dollar mortgage, you got a five hundred or six hundred dollar car payment, you've got um, that TV from Best Buy that you got to pay for. You got all these things. Are you really working just to feed your family? Mm-hmm. Are you working to do to do those other things? Because I will tell you right now, and and I've I've written this in in, in the ebook to to talk about it a little bit. My dad, my dad and my grandfather are my greatest heroes. Can you believe there's only one thing that I remember my dad buying me, and that was my first ever A2000 glove. I do remember that. Or we actually we didn't buy it at a store. But for the most part, what I remember is time. Mm-hmm. And all that time we're taking to spend to pay for all this stuff that, that yeah, they're nice, but are they nice enough to where your kids – where you have to miss – Every other baseball or basketball or recital that your kid has, mm-hmm. because you've got to pay for those. Things. It's not to pay for the stuff that you are pay for them to eat and for them to live. Because let's just be honest, despite mm-hmm. the fact that we do have inflation in this world, just putting a roof over our over our head and feeding our children and having a vehicle to get us back and forth where we need to go, that can be done rather inexpensively. But that's not right. what we choose to do. Right. So. Exactly, and um, I remember when um, we went to Cherokee, and I got to go visit my ancestors for the first time. <laughs> and we walked through the um, community, the where the houses were and everything. And, and like I've said before in the past, the one thing that really struck me that that reminded me of the early church was the one building that they had sitting right in the middle of their community, and it was um, it was for everybody. It was just. Um, it was like a big warehouse, but mm-hmm. all it had in it was bowls and baskets and, and you know, utensils and all these things, uh, blankets and stuff. And you could go in there as part of the community and, and take whatever you needed. But mm-hmm. the thing was, you had to replace it with something else. Mm-hmm. So if you were a basket maker, you would take your baskets and leave them there, but you might need 
to pick up a blanket that somebody else had made. And so they were constantly taking care of one another in that community by having this one building that everybody could go and, and take from. But it wasn't just people taking, and they were also contributing. So it's the same uh, philosophy that we're using with complete fitness. You know, yeah, you're going to um, be giving um, to somebody to help them out that, that's in need, but trust me, it's going to come back to you. You're going to, you may not need money. You, your finances may be great, but you may need something else. And I believe that God will make sure that your needs are met um, because you're helping somebody with their needs. Not every need, you know, is the same. Somebody's greatest need may not be financial. It might be health. Um, or it could be, you know, like a lost loved one that they're praying for. But God is watching as we take care of one another um, that we're, you know, having a servant heart like he had. And I think that this is the time of year that we really need to remember. He said, the world will know you are my disciples because you love one another. Yes. That's how. Not because yep. you wear a cross around your neck or not because you show up at church on Sunday or because you have a, you know, um, a fish on the back of your car. That's not how they'll know. They'll know you're my disciples because you love one another. Yeah, because that person with the fish on the back of their car might have just cut you off in traffic and shot you a bird at the same time. Well, actually, that did happen. I have a testimony <laughs> about that. <laughs> a guy had a sticker on the back of his truck. It says, Jesus is Lord. And he went by me and shot me a bird. And I was like, you need to take that off your truck <laughs> right now. <laughs> he is still a Lord. But you, you might want to read some of what was written about him and, and by the people that wrote Scripture. <laughs> Tiffany Swilly is with us. Um, the book, uh, The Road to Complete Fitness, my story is going to be coming out here pretty soon. It's going to be an ebook for now. Um, I'll let you know when that actually comes out. Pennsylvania, we are going to be doing in less than less than two weeks, uh, December 13th. Hopefully somebody will make it up there. We are planning on doing the, the videoing, and we will try our best to get that out to you as well so you can see what we're doing. Um, Tiffany Swilly is with me. We'll be back from this break in a second. See you then. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. 
A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to mickey at mickeyellison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Mickey Ellison Show. I do want to throw out a quick thank you to Alicia Smith, who has actually created what is a a complete fitness website. Um, And the funny part is she's got pictures of of Tiffany, Michael, and myself on there, and she didn't even put one of her, of herself on on the page. And she is vital to what we're doing going forward. But if you want to visit it, learn a little bit more about us. The uh, the website is completefitness one the number one dot com, and um, it actually works out perfect because one and one dollar that's kind of that was kind of ironic that we were able to get that one. But uh, and, and we couldn't actually get just complete fitness. Some somebody already bought that one, the the domain name, but. Um, thank you, Alicia, for all the work that you've done, and uh, I'm excited to see what this thing goes does going forward. And I'm excited for, for you, Tiffany, to actually get to meet Alicia in person. And frankly, heck, I'm excited to meet Alicia in person because I haven't done that yet. Right. But um, um, there's been some very special people that have come along. We've had some great stories on the on the show, but uh, you know, I, I believe Alicia is one of those one of those special people that uh, is. Uh, is going to be vital in, in, in pushing the message and helping people learn the message. But let's go back to a little bit to what we were talking about in the last, last segment, and that was doing nothing out of selfish ambition. And I want you to expand on this if you can. But in, in doing this, you know, the thing that happens, I think, in, in, to most, most people is we can do things out of that, that are not done out of selfish ambition. We can give. We can do this. We can do that. When our business starts getting tough, though, what happens to us is our our instinct kicks in, and that instinct is self-preservation. Mm-hmm. And you start believing now I have to push myself because because I that how, how is my business going to survive? I actually had a conversation with my with my eight year old last night, and I don't know if I told you this. Did I tell you this conversation when we were on the phone before the show. No. No. Uh-uh. Okay. Last night Jackson's in the house and. and 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 we're we're talking and I'm 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 venting a little bit, and ADD hasn't got the best of me yet, so I can keep my concentration. And I said, uh, I said Jackson, let me ask you a question. I said, and Jackson is he is 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 he's a really good baseball player for an eight year old. The kid does things that just absolutely amaze me. Things I couldn't do when I was eight years old. Doesn't mean he's going to be able to do what I could do when he's twenty, but at eight he can do those things. I said, Jackson, so you know you're pretty good at baseball, right? He said, yeah. Um, I said, but let me ask you a question. I said, 
if you go out and tell everybody how good you are at baseball, or if your other coach goes out and tells everybody how good you are at baseball, which one do you think most people are, want to listen to? He says, when the coach says it. I said, why? He says, because if I do it, it's bragging, and nobody likes a person that brags. Uh-huh. And I'm going, the wisdom of an eight-year-old. We're told these things, but yeah. they are not. Their minds are not so convoluted as ours are, with all the, 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 the troubles that, that, frankly, we bring on ourselves. Uh, a lot of, not everything, but most of it we bring on ourselves. But in that moment, that you know, if there's anything that I can get to people who are actually promoting their own business and, and stuff of, of that nature, is find someone that's your fan, someone that mm-hmm. you've really helped. Because that person will do more for helping your business because they actually have nothing to gain by promoting your business. If I'm promoting it, or if I'm promoting my own business, there's automatic skepticism where someone's going, well, what is he trying to sell me? You know, We dealt with this a little bit when we were doing our first event in South Carolina because everybody's here, what are they going to be selling? What are they going to be selling? And uh, in reality, we're going, we're not selling anything. At this event. Mm-hmm. Now, the future events, we will, because I think it's crazy that people get to hear you sing and they can't turn right around and buy a CD of you singing. Right. Um, right. And, and um, you know, there, there's so much, so much that can be done if we learn that self-promotion, with that selfish ambition, and this is where I want you to expand, I believe that the mindset that you're talking about changing is that mindset that goes into self-preservation but fights that. And does the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you said uh, <clears throat> self-preservation, that that was very, very true. I, um, I can see people, um, you know, tightening up the purse strings when things start to get get tight, and and, and you have the necessities that you have to take care of, and and um, you're like, well, I don't have any excess, and I don't have any. I think that. One of the greatest things I ever heard was that whether it's abundance or whether it's uh, scarcity, it's a mindset. You know, it just goes back to a mindset. And a lot of times it's how you were raised and the words that were spoken around you and, and the story that you grew up believing that, that oh, you know, you could just lose everything and at any moment you really need to save and put things away and you do to a certain uh-huh. extent right. but there, there's kind of this um, I don't know this mindset that people either have you can tell either somebody has an, a mindset of abundance or they have a mindset of you know being frivolous and 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 that you know I just I'm never going to have enough and I have a friend whose mother is 91 I believe she's 91 and she's a widow and she has money in the bank, you know, and uh, but she is still scared that she's not going to have enough money to last her till she dies. Right. <laughs> she doesn't well, have I any debt. At, you know, I, she has I, no debt. She has nothing really to pay for, but she's just, you know, she just holds on to that money so tightly and stuff. And so I think that a lot of times um, it's, it's, it's how we were conditioned, you know, as children, you know, what kind of, <clears throat> what kind of household did you grow up in? It's like, uh, Robert Kiyosaki talks about the different mindset between his rich dad and his poor dad. And we don't understand that you have to let go of what's in your hand so that God can put something back in your hand. You know, the it's, it's the tale of, of the talents in the Bible. What did you do with your talent? Did you bury it in the ground and, 
and, you know, scared to death somebody was going to steal it, or did you go out and sow it? You know, and the guy that buried his talent in the ground and didn't sow it, you know, you know, Jesus got on to him pretty bad and said, you know, you've just squandered your talent. And the word talent doesn't mean your ability to sing and dance. It means your money. It was a piece of money. It was called a talent. And he right. put it in the ground and buried it, which would be but, a but lot you, like us do you, do you you know, think putting that, it in a savings account or something. Th- think about that word, though, because it, you can actually go the direction that you were talking about because you have an unbelievable talent uh, of, of being able to sing. You can, you can light up a, a room. And we had 12 people in that room when we did our first event. You sang like you were singing to thousands. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, and the thing is, that is a talent that, that you can use to, to help others, to help promote the, uh, uh, for people to understand and learn about God. That's a talent. But if you don't mm-hmm. ever let anybody see that talent, it's wasted. Right. It's wasted. Right. And, right. And, and you're right. We all have these, these we have these talents. Some of us, mm-hmm. you know, some of us have the ability. You know, I, I know people that can go bankrupt and turn around and, and, and a couple years time, they're back as a millionaire. But mm-hmm. I know I know some people who, like you said, they're so scared. And I do want to talk about this this fear thing a little bit because it's something we talked about prior to the show. But they're so scared that they're going to lose everything when, in reality, they are losing everything. Right. You're not getting to enjoy the 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 fruits that you may have had or or, or your labors, but you're also losing that peace that comes with going. You know what? I can lose all this stuff anyway. Whether I try to protect it or not, I can still lose it. And and, and somehow we've got, got to get to it. And I've been that way. I, I know, Tiffany, I know what it's like to be scared. I know. And, and when you're caught up in that moment of being scared, it's hard to believe that there's really actual hope out there. The, uh, the one thing, I had somebody post on Facebook today that's one of the Beachbody coaches, and, and it posted something on the line that I am fearless. Okay, mm-hmm. and and we're gonna have to we're gonna get cut off in the middle of this one. We'll cl- we'll finish it up in the last segment. But I started thinking about that, and I go, "Am I fearless? No, I am not fearless." But the thing is, it, you you go back and you look at an illustration of of someone who has actually fought in a war, and they've actually been on the front lines of battle. If you anyone that I've ever talked to in that situation or heard speak. Those folks were scared to death in that situation. They were extreme. Their, their fear didn't stop them from moving. The courage came when they moved despite their fear. And right. folks, fear can be a positive. It doesn't have to be a complete negative because fear makes you alert. Fear means that you don't just go running out carelessly because if you go completely fearless – it leads to carelessness that in war ends up in your death. And that's why these fears, you know, some of the fears we do create in ourselves. But Mm -hmm. to completely say that I am fearless, you know, I'm in the process, you know this, of of putting this this e-book out. It scares the crap out of me to do Mm -hmm. this because there are are things, you've read it. There are things in there that I I don't like to share. Mm -hmm. But... But I do think they're important for people to see that you've been through this, you've been through that, you've been through this, and you survived and you've had hope the whole time. We're at the end of this segment. We're going to continue talking a little bit about fear 
and we're going to talk about a few other things when we'll get back from the break. See you then. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Tired of lackluster results with your marketing? Craving more leads in your business? Tune into the Mojo Marketing Edge with the team behind Mojo Global Marketing, Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez. Winners of the Marketer of the Year, they will show you how to generate daily leads, build databases of raving fans, and close deals faster than ever before. See what's hot right now and how you can tap into it to generate an endless supply of customers and clients. The Mojo Marketing Edge can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned to The Mickey Ellison Show. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or you can drop Mickey an email to Mickey at MickeyEllison.com. Like our show on Facebook. Now, back to the show. All righty. We're back at it again for the final segment of the Mickey Ellison Show. Um, before we move on, I do want to uh, let you know there is an ebook that's coming out. We, well, I asked Tiffany if we would talk a little bit about that ebook on the on the show today, and we've actually gotten to nothing, none of it. Um, but, uh, you know, Tiffany has read it, and, and she helps proofread some of the stuff. My wife has read it. Because I'm telling some stuff in there that my wife probably needs to know before I just throw it out to the public. Um, not everybody's an open book like I am in this case, but uh, um, and, and also if you're anywhere near the Pennsylvania area, um, Chambersburg specifically, uh, Alicia Smith and I, along with Deidre Penrose, will be there uh, December 13th with our second complete fitness uh, event. It won't be complete, complete. Uh, that's probably a bad word to use. But because Tiffany won't be there, but we are also in the process of uh, of putting together one here in Wichita, which I think will be extremely, extremely powerful as well, uh, and a lot of resources here and pe- good people that are helping promote this thing that uh, that I'm meeting with. Before we went to the break, we we're talking a little bit about fear, 
And, um, you know, there, there is a healthy fear, fear, Tiffany, and there's an unhealthy fear. Some mm-hmm. of the, you know, I, I, I can remember um, Coach Finley, our, our high school baseball coach, he always told us, he says, guys, he says, I expect, he goes, if you're a little nervous before the game, he says, that's a good thing. That means you care. I mean, you're not paralyzed nervous, but you're, it's kind of that excited nervous. You probably, I'll bet you get these when you sing, Tiffany. Oh, yeah, got, absolutely. You, you, you're a little nervous, but man, when you get in there and you start mm-hmm. doing it, the nerves, the nerves do go away. And mm-hmm. I, I, can, I can specifically remember um, the, the moment when my nerves went away. I had a specific at bat that happened when I was in ninth grade that I can visualize it today. And I'm 43 years old, so that's a long time ago. So there, there are things that, that, that we're afraid of that we shouldn't be afraid of, but yet we make them worse than, than they are. And a lot of times we're, we're, we're so anxious that it paralyzes us and keeps us from doing the things that, that really God calls us to do. Um, Tiffany, if you get a chance, go to go to Casting Crowns and, and if you've never seen this and go to their website and, and watch Mark Hall's testimony. It is one of the most amazing things that I, I – it had me literally in tears. When I was listening, wow. when I was watching this thing, and um, the things that he has overcome, and if you're if you listen to Christian music today, you know who Casting Crowns is, mm. and and uh, you know I, I actually think I I do like some other people's music, maybe just sometimes a little bit better, but in every single one of their songs is a message. It is a it it is and, and they're profound, but. Getting past fear, one thing I want to talk about, Tiffany, is is the, the, the frustrations at times that you get. A couple of years back, we started this program called The Kings, this baseball program. You've heard it. I've told it on the, on the show before. And it's teaching kids through baseball to serve others. And I would really love to, to have seen to see it go beyond just baseball. And maybe one day it will. I would talk to people, and they would say, man, that's a great idea. Um, they're getting more than just baseball. But the frustrating part was that, you know, five years later, we still have one Kings team. And those people that, that think it's such a great idea, for whatever reason, they don't step out to make it happen. They want it to happen. They would love for their kid to play in a program like that, but yet they're waiting on someone else to do it. God might be nudging you, Tiff, might mm-hmm. be nudging me to say, you're the one that I'm calling to do this. I'm calling you to do this. I know you're not uncomfortable. I know you're uncomfortable with it. I know oh. you're, you don't know exactly what to do. But uh, you know, just like Mark Hall said in, in his, his testimony, he says I, he, he is the, the youth pastor at a church. He leads about four four hundred people, and he goes, "I have no idea what I'm doing." Mm-hmm. He says, "But yet somehow, some way, God continues to use him to be able to to help these other people." That's why when when I throw out the dollar a day, and I mentioned it in the, in the first segment. You and I both know it's extremely simple. And I have not yes. run into one person to this point. I'm sure there's some Scrooge out there that's going to say this, but I have not run into one person that, that said, man, that's stupid. Um, right. That's not going to help anybody. And But the problem is, uh, or, or the difficulty is, is to get people to actually do it. And, and doing a dollar a day if you can't afford this, we actually need to know who you are because that's how we can f- figure out how to help people. But not only are we going to be providing the dollar a day to help people get out of debt, we're also in the process of putting together 
the resources and the and the accountability to be able to maintain it once you get out of debt. I'm not so naive as to believe that if we that we can just get people out of debt and move on. Right. Because we've got to help change some of those behaviors. So um, I don't know if there's anything you can expand on that, but it, it's really um, I'm probably going to let you here in a second anyway. And but but the thing is, we we have to move into action. That's why James two fourteen through seventeen is a part of our one of our our found parts of our, our cornerstones of our foundation, which is God. Mm-hmm. But that's putting faith into action, and so many times I, I have you done this, Tiffany and. and you don't have to tell exactly when. Have you said, I, I want to do this. I want to do this. And a month later, you're still going, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And you're regretting mm-hmm. that you've done nothing for the last month. But you find right. yourself a month later in the same situation. Well, let me, the, the, the reason you haven't um, done anything is because you haven't done anything. Right. And you continue to be frustrated at least until the point where you, you talk yourself into, into believing that I can't do it. Right. Well, it's not, it's think- not that you, Go ahead. I think that um, one of the things that I need, and I have always had, and I'm assuming you have too, is that I've always had a coach. Um, I've had a vocal coach. I've had a a piano coach. um, And then once I got away from that and and was more in the professional world, um, you don't so much have a coach anymore. So I have had to go back to that because it's it's so good for me. I need accountability. I need somebody to hold me accountable when I set a goal or I set out a plan for somebody to say, okay, then did you really do it, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. or did you just think about doing it? And I right. think a lot of times I will shy away from setting goals because if you don't reach them, I'm the type of person I will beat myself up to death. And no, so I have, I have shied away from goal setting. And so finally I said, you know what, I, I can't stop making goals. I have to do that, but the key is I have to have somebody that will hold me accountable. And whether you're starting a business or whether you're starting a weight loss plan or whether you're starting, you know, a debt snowball of some kind or whatever, you've got to have somebody that will that will check behind you and say, did you really do that? You know, let's look and see what we really did do. Because it's so hard to do things all alone. Um, and that fear of failure will stop people from even beginning a journey, you know. And so I think that if you can find somebody that will hold you accountable and will check behind you at the end of the month or whatever and say, okay, let's look and see if you really did do that, that is such a, a valuable thing to have in your life. Yeah, I and that's, highly recommend are, it. And those are things that we will will wind up being put into place as we're going with complete fitness. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. Beachbody coach, if it's Alicia that's the main Beachbody coach in there, Alicia is, or, or Michael, whoever it might be, they're going to help hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. I, on the financial side, I will try to help hold you accountable. And and I asked Tiffany, you know I've done this, I've asked you to hold me accountable on this, some of this stuff. If mm-hmm. I do something that's out of line, I expect you to tell me that's out of line. Right, right. I expect that because if you don't tell me, I might not have thought it was out of line when I did it. Mm-hmm. I might have just did it out of, out of what I thought was a good thing, but you're going, hey, do you realize how people actually take that versus how you meant for them to take it? And that's two right. different things. Hey, right. we're actually, we got one minute left. So, uh, Tiffany, I want to thank you so much for coming on. I cannot wait for the people of Wichita to get to hear you sing because I, I don't have a date yet for this one. But um, on we're December 13th. Yeah, on December 13th in, in uh, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, 
I will be there. Tiffany will will not be there on the, on that one. But when we do Wichita, we we'll do the other events. Now that she is no longer in the Adams family, she is back in the in the complete fitness uh, family. Uh, moving on, um, the ebook will be coming out in the next week or so. Look for that. I will post a link to it on MickeyEllison.com as well as CompleteFitnessOne.com. Tiffany, thanks for coming on the show. And Thank you for having me. All righty, we'll see you next week with uh, with another surprise show. See you then. Thanks so much for joining us on the Mickey Ellison Show. Mickey plans to be here again next Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We hope you'll be here, too.